0: welcome to another episode of the comic book legion podcast where we're here to talk about dc comics warner media whatever i am mark and with me as always play well hey this is two weeks in a row yeah
1: this is two weeks in a row
0: god we're on a hot streak
1: (laughs) yes oh man it's it's like we uh it's it's like when we first started a podcasting together. Do you remember that? God, that was so long ago.
0: That was a long time ago. It was a long time ago, but you know what? Time is flying. Dude, like, it is. We're, Dude, we're in April.
1: It's it's Like, crazy.
0: everybody talked about, like, 2020. So, they can't wait. And, like, 2021 is moving too fast. It's kind of like you wanted to, in a way, you wanted to slow down. Well,
1: I wanted to slow down for several reasons. For one... Um, I don't know if you saw my post. Um, I didn't think I was going to be as obsessed with my dog as I am. Um, I have like over 300 photos of him. And I've only had him for almost a month.
0: You trying to get him in a movie or something? I
1: don't know. I don't know.
0: I mean, you got to, what are are those things that, you know, like when they have those Instagram pages where it's just like modeling their dog? The dog grams or whatever. Um, yeah.
1: Abby was considering opening one. I was like, well, I have enough photos.
0: You definitely do. That's a lot of content. I know. Just regularly put it, you know, where it's like every three hours. You know, exactly. A couple of pictures. Boom. Boom. You're set. I,
1: I could easily do it, especially with me getting this at-home job. Boom. It, look, watch. The only thing I'll get out of that, though, is like, hey, it'll be freaking PetSmart. Be like, hey, can you sponsor this uh, this food for us, please? Can you uh, chop it out? I don't know. It would be pretty cool. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Oh (laughs) my god!
1: What I say that just because like recently, uh, I know this is DC, but uh, I was reading a uh, Amazing Spider-Man, and there's like this alien dog s thing that Peter's taking care of right now, and he because he's a photographer, his roommate kind of forced him to like take. Pictures of this alien-esque dog that they're keeping as a pet.
0: Wait, and Peter is still not with MJ.
1: Yes, they are, but like they don't live together.
0: Oh, okay.
1: She comes by every once in a while. It's weird. I the continuity of Marvel and Spider-Man and Mary Jane is is frustrating. It really is.
0: I was gonna say that's frustrating we're gonna talk about marvel continuity
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh oh we will get to it uh we, we will get to what we want to talk about but um but peter was like just super frustrated at the fact that he was forced to take care of this dog and and like take pictures of it and they even like they it didn't make them any money but it was like this this dog food basically was like hey if you could uh you know we'll give you free dog food if if you post it on your your account and i mean if i get free dog food for having a dog i'm okay with it dog food's expensive
0: i mean i don't know which brand you buy but i mean
1: it's uh it's this like something naturals i i I don't know like all naturals i think so um it's from
0: from chewy.com
1: not sponsored by the way um we, we have it shipped to us every 10 weeks.
0: Yeah, my sister buys, I don't know, Buffalo Bills, Blue Balls. I don't know what it's called. It's something like that. And it's, and it's like 50 bucks for like a 10 pound bag. And I'm like, she's got two black labs. They're like 75 do- you know pound dogs, 80 pound dogs. I'm like, Kayla. And she's like, no, they need to be on a very special diet. Uh, they need, this is the only food they can eat. And I'm like, my gosh, that's Work, working
1: at a pet resort. I have found out how spoiled dogs can be. Now, don't get me wrong, there's some dogs that unfortunately have a whole bunch of medical conditions and poor things have to go through a lot with medications and everything else. But my god, at this pet resort, I kid you not, there are special rooms where we have to make their bed turn on the television for them like so think of it
0: as so like so they have to watch like a certain channel
1: oh it's it's dog tv it's on it's on youtube or i don't even think it's on youtube it like has it's basically the the place that i work at it's a chain and i think they've created their own channel called dog tv cuz like the logo is at the corner of the of the screen and everything okay but you can, you can even go to YouTube and type in dog TV and it's just like random stuff um, that stimulates dogs' brains and stuff. So we turn that on for them. There's a fan, a doggy door that goes into like a six by six yard. And like, dude, they are living the life over there. It is insane. That sounds amazing. I want to live there. Dude, like if... If I was given free food, free water, TV, didn't have to clean after myself, and I had a backyard?
0: Essentials. Exactly. Love it. Well, (laughs) talk about priorities and essentials. DC Comics sent out this very interesting tweet several days ago. Uh, where I'm guessing – well, first of all, it's really weird because I'm guessing DC Comics is just trying to get into the March madness and because of college basketball, you know, March is really big in in regards to doing playoffs, doing brackets. That's what it's all about. So they have decided to, uh, I don't know, maybe kind of go death in the family, Robin Rowell, let the fans choose. But instead of it being, you know, choosing the fate of a character – Hey, whichever one wins, we'll do a story on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is interesting. Th-
1: this is called the DC's Round Robin. Um, there is, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 12, 13, 14,
0: 15. Oh, yeah, 16. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: so yeah, sweet 16. I, yeah. So there are 16 comic book pitches. I love this idea, they went about it the wrong way. Now I posted, I retweeted it and I feel like this is, I don't want to sound like a gatekeeper so I need to choose my words wisely. When it comes to comics, I feel that there is a majority of people that have learned, hey, I am reading this Superman comic and it is written by this person and drawn by this person. I can now have an appreciation for that creative team. Yes. And over time, you start to follow that creative team and you start to follow other creative teams based on the books that you like. I said that I would not be voting on this at all, without knowing who pitched the idea and who the rest of the creative team is. Like a pitch of the pitch until you know who's attached to it. Because let's, Green Lanterns, Underworld on fire. If it's Jeff Thorn, I'm out. It's okay. <laughs> Green Lanterns, I like
0: Green Lanterns. Underworld on fire. Underworld Green Lanterns doesn't really make sense. Um, Green Lanterns, Vampires, and Lichens. Kate Beckinsales, Selena is gonna join the Green Lantern Corps to go up against ask- to- I, forgot, I forgot who the bad one was, but whatever the King Lichen was. But ooh, I can't remember the act. But hot take lichens sounds so much cooler than werewolves. Yes, they do. Yeah. And they look better also. Yes, um, DC was nice enough,
1: though, semi-nice, to have the pitches on the link that they had, on the hyperlink that they had in their tweets. So we have all the pitches. We're not going to go over all of them. Yeah. Um, I have read all of them. Me personally, I like three of them okay uh, some of them they are so vague i don't know how they became a pitch for dc to be completely honest if that's the case like as far as like them being so vague i think it may have been like a top tier writer to be like hey i want to write this and they would think it's worthy enough to be like no eh, we consider it as a pitch because I feel like you need to give some more detail as a bitch, you know? I agree. So they need to learn. Like, if, if I were to come to you, Mark, and say, I have a pitch for you. It's a book we're going to read. And that's all I say. Sounds great what's superman gonna do he's gonna travel to different worlds cool so he's gonna be a universal hero all right cool who's writing it not gonna tell you no
0: because what if i told you that lois is also gonna be suited up and orbiting that's the one thing i don't like about that book
1: like, it's, it's the only Superman-related title on this bracket. And I don't like it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like I can kind of see maybe like if a Venditti, just because I, I, I really liked what he was doing with his digital first stuff. Mm-hmm. I can kind of see him doing maybe something cutesy with it, maybe, between them, yeah. like a dynamic. Uh, but unless they start talking about him and his tuxedos and where his suits go... Uh, and they're consistently ripping. <laughs> but if they're if they're not if they're not talking about that in space, okay I mean the the ones I'm also with you where I I really like three um, If in my mind right now Green Lantern is kind of just polluted just because I am not a fan at all of Jeff Thorne. Mm-hmm. So because if not that idea and just the title kind of interests me. Because I would assume it's going to be something Green Lantern versus maybe the Red Lanterns. Yeah. Based on, and and if as long as I could see them, I'm like, okay. Atrocities, sweet. But I mean, I am the Zatanna and the King of Nightmares. If I had a Jeff Lemire, Mikhail Janin, kind of like Justice League Dark vibe, Ooh. like before, sweet, give that to me. Um, if I saw Swamp Thing, A House of Secrets, that one gets me because I love the mythology of the Parliament and of Green. The
1: callback to Swamp Thing's first appearance, House of Secrets.
0: Yes, so that one totally gets me. Uh, then I don't know why I'm not a big Lobo fan, but I really like Animal Man.
1: See, so, and, and Animal Man is not attached to the pitch so that i'm a little curious about
0: yeah i mean robbins i don't whatever uh, that one i don't know that that one doesn't get me i mean the pause off justice league i i can't that
1: that I is mean, totally do you know who that is it's the jimmy olsen book so you know exactly who it is
0: which one Pause off yeah that's mark russell that's got to be well, if it's Mark Russell, I'll read it. I'll read anything Mark Russell. So I am that, that's a given. Like 100%, I'll give you all my money. Mark Russell is worth that, as stupid as the title is. And like the, the concept. Um, then the other one, maybe, I mean, I just have a feeling it's going to be so much homages to like Linda Carter. But the Assyria, The Last Amazon, going back to Man's World, can I? Can I kind of see that where it's gonna be like, oh, this is something I can I can get into? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So but again, it depends. Like if again, if it's like a Liam Sharp and yeah. I'm getting like what he did with Greg Rucca uh in the beginning of Rebirth, or what he did with like Raven the Bold with Batman, like that with Aetheria, okay, cool. Cause even if he wants to rock a linda carter because of the one the wonder woman movie uh 84 then okay at least i know it's not going to look like her like if it was a nicola scott i know for sure i'm going to get draw. the closest to a linda carter and because mm-hmm. i know it's linda carter i'm just not going to want to read it yeah but if it's nothing against linda carter but it's just i don't want to read something that i feel that's just being homage to a tv show or something like i would want it to be its own thing.
1: Yeah. For sure,
0: so I'm totally with you when it comes to, to, uh, because I can kind of see. I mean, there's some here that I don't even know. Even if it's my favorite creative team, I probably wouldn't even read it. Uh, but besides that, I think we're. Yeah, so no, what are you dig it?
1: So for me, uh, Zatanna was the first one. Okay. That I that I you know sought interest in to be completely honest. <clears throat> The first three are completely ridiculous um the the brave and the bug crisis on infinite ambush no <laughs> no i think one of the lines in this thing is um it says it says here ambush bug must team up with some of the dc's greatest heroes to survive and attack revenge-seeking ambush bugs from across the multiverse who never got to exist thanks to ambush bugs refusal to be rebuted if they never had the chance to exist, why are they
0: there? Yeah, a son of the Creeper. That sounds like something that Greg Capullo is gonna do. Isn't isn't Creeper like a like a, a Capullo thing, or is that more of just an uh like an image, like an Creep- indie circuit? Creeper, I could see. Or is that uh, or is that like an amalgam? I don't no, no he
1: so. The one thing that I, I'm when I always for some reason, I always thought he was somehow related to the Joker mythology as a child, because he's the one with the yellow skin, the red little like scarf thing and the green hair. And in the animated series, as far as like Justice League uh, and Unlimited, they always drew him almost very similar to like the old school ah. Joker was. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So, oh, why, why do I feel like I've never seen him before
1: he was in uh, recently he was in deceased uh he was the one he's like almost immortal i I guess in some capacity
0: I must have I've must have gotten to that point where I stopped or Stop I reading. stopped reading him yeah
1: okay but yeah that's the most recent thing he's been so i I dug like I said I dug the zatana. The next one, although you said you didn't like uh, it, didn't interest you at all. Robins, the concept of Robins alone, just the idea that all of the prior Batman sidekicks are hanging out and or possibly teaming up, is something that I always wanted. Um, whether it be a mini series, a maxi series. Um, Whatever I thought that the idea was pretty cool. I know that in the digital first book, uh, Gotham Knights, there's one issue where Tim, Damian, Jason, and uh, Dick Grayson all team up. on It's it's just one issue, but they all team up. It was fun. Like if I could get that for a miniseries and it actually have like a good story. I'm totally down
0: for it. I think that would be pretty fun. Um, but the next one. Well, the, the reason why, the reason why is because even when they talk about it here and they're talking about that they're having coffee, just a like group of kids, you know, people talking and whatever, yeah, that having coffee thing- with like awkward silences, I just have that feeling that this is going to be one of those books that are going to be written by like a really old dude trying yes. to write for young kids. And then it just sounds really bad. Well, that's why I say the concept I like of all the Robins hanging
1: out. But I could totally see them, like, pulling the We Are Robin group hanging out with, like, Dick Grayson. And that's not going to make any sense. That's why.
0: And it's going to be written by, like, a Marv Wolfman. And it's like, hey, whippersnappers, like, I don't want to read them.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. But the last one blue beetle graduation day that one know was blue beetle has never really been a popular book it always gets canceled but in every reiteration whether he be in comics or animation he's always the rookie that needs a mentor now a lot of people have been wanting ted cord to be that mentor because he was the old blue beetle or just take him over and get rid of Jaime and then, then everything is good again. My, ooh. No, well, we've talked about, we've talked I mean, about this before.
0: I, yeah, I yeah, like yeah. yeah.
1: But go ahead. I know, I know. But the problem that I've always had with Ted Cord being the mentor to Jaime Reyes is Jaime Reyes' Blue Beetle is alien-based. The technology is ancient, Egyptian slash alien. Mm-hmm not in Ted Cord's wheelhouse. Like, it, it doesn't make sense. He was studying it, but he doesn't understand it. So, Starfire being the mentor to...
0: Makes more sense. It, it, it makes more sense. It totally yeah. makes
1: more sense. So, that's why I dig that pitch. Now, of course, it needs the right creative team like with with Starfire with the thought of outer space because it does mention that um, the what are they called the reach is going to be a part of it i'm okay. sure we're going to see a whole bunch of outer space
0: um, it needs i mean to when be when, I of, when i think when i think of starfire i think of scott lobdell
1: <laughs> no no when i think of starfire i think
0: who I think, like when I think of Blue Beetle, I think of like Tony Bedard.
1: Yes, uh, I also think of uh, Kirkman, uh, or Kirk—is it Kirkman or Kirkham? Tyler the art- Kirkham. the artist, yeah, yeah, the artist, yeah. Tyler Kirkham. Um, I always think of him. Um, I also think
0: uh, I like Tony Bedard.
1: No, Tony's great. I, yeah. I so either one of them would be great. Uh, But yeah, you know, I I did appreciate the callback to House of Secrets for Swamp Thing. Uh, Suicide Squad 7 is the mix between Suicide Squad and Secret 7. Like, that's literally all it is. And Asteria, I think, would be pretty cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's potential on on certain titles, but then there's other ones that, I mean, yeah. I mean, you could put the Great of of Greats, no shots no interest so i don't know man this round robin thing is i get what they're trying to do trying to be relevant trying to get into this game but this just screams to me as something that's going to happen and there's going to be an announced winner and then we're not going to hear from them
1: so here here's the funny thing with that so if you go to the hyperlink as well which i do apologize to all of our international listeners for some reason dc does not make this available for you to read and or like look at on their website Uh, but it has all the pitches but it also says here that uh what does it say what does it say it says here we're sure you have many questions about round robin the stories above and more don't go too far because we'll soon be opening up a A with our with the very folks who put these storylines together details will be announced soon so keep your hand on the dial so what this means is they're going to wait until the voting is over they're going to see who wins and then they'll choose the winners to do the q a we will never know who was attached to the losing uh, votes yeah that's most likely going to happen And that's going to be disappointing because I know that there's going to be some of the stuff that we are interested in that's not going to win. And we will never know who that creative team was. It is what
0: it is. Yeah. Anyways, talking about dysfunction. Okay. (laughs) So it is quite clear if they like it or not that Zack Snyder's Justice League, I think, I think, really even blew out the expectations that they potentially had for it. To the point where now again, this could potentially be in regards to the, the crazy news that we got yesterday, which is that Warner Media has canceled James Wan's Aquaman spin-off, The Trench, mm-hmm. and which, I mean, I don't. Okay, like nobody.
1: One... I, I I'm not gonna say nobody asked for it, but it was out of left field. And the reason behind it, when it did, when it was announced, we heard was they want to try different things that are more in the wheelhouse for those creators. So James Wan, being the um, horror guy, he was wanting to make a trench movie. Totally makes sense.
0: So, but that's to the point of what there's a ship like a submarine. And we're getting what, Stranger Things in a submarine with the trench being the like it the, the trench don't speak. I mean, we're not going to yeah. we're going yeah. to get a movie of that. that we're like g- the,
1: basically, think of like Friday the 13th or Halloween, but with the trench.
0: Yeah, maybe. Or, or like 30 the 30 days of night.
1: Yeah, thirty days a night would probably would have been more accurate. Yeah,
0: so, something, something. Oh, okay, all right, maybe. Uh, and then the one that really seems to have gotten, you know, feathers rustled, which is New Gods by Ava Duvernay, uh, which had the assistant Tom King being one of the writers as well on the title. That one as well. Now this one, I guess at first I mean so many people have been in doubt. Of where this movie is in because this movie was I, i believe it was announced in 2018
1: this movie was announced the exact same month as the eternals for marvel
0: okay yeah so this but yeah that was like two three years ago yeah so everyone has wanted to know What's going on with this movie? All you get in regards is Ava with some very, oh, I'm, I'm off in the fourth world doing, you know, Tom and, and I. And you like,
1: would, you, yeah, you would get Tom saying, oh, you know, we're working hard at it. We, we just got through it, X it was nine, very It was
0: very much, Jeff and I were working on the script. It's going to be amazing. Uh, I just have some projects that I'm working on right now. Yes, I will be, a, I would be an ape for Matt Reed. That sounds very Ben Affleck, like with the Batman. It sounded like you were just getting the same answers over and over and over again. But this one has a little bit of a caveat because of course Warner Media and you know with these sources and you know statements going, well, the reason why we're not gonna go with this project at this time is because dark side in the in the in the characters of New God and Apocalypse was not that was shown, which puts a wrinkle in regards to you know what they had planned to do i'm like that's baloney like this
1: yeah no and and i've i've seen conversations some people say that it's because well new gods and the trench were riskier movies just like justice league so it it throws too many variables of maybe uh ava would have done something that the wb wouldn't have liked um, if there was a chance that Ava was going to connect it to Zack Snyder's Justice League, you know, they wanted to go ahead and nip it before that could happen. Uh, same thing with The Trench. If they were able to uh, connect it in some way, shape, or form to the past Aquaman movie, which was connected to Zack Snyder's Justice League, then they needed to cut it. You know, there's there's been all sorts of rumors and, and back and forth and everything else. I think it's complete
0: BS. Oh, of course it is.
1: I've I've said this on Twitter, I've said this in many conversations uh on other podcasts. Dark is outside the multiverse, he sees the multiverse as a whole. Zach got it right in that sense. You know, Darkseid was amazing in Zack Snyder's justice. Yes, yeah, it was. But in that instance, Darkseid can also be used in another movie. And not even have to mention everything that happened in Zack Snyder's Justice League. He can, but because he's focused on so many different multiverses, so many different universes, Earths, whatever you want to call them,
0: he doesn't need to focus on Zack Snyder's Justice League. Well, even even so, I mean, even with like looking at the the Aquaman movie, they didn't mention anything really you would have not even have known that it was connected to Justice League or anything that was going on with the DCU. The, one of the first lines that you, well, the first line that you
1: get from Mera uh, talks about attacking Steppenwolf, technically.
0: Okay, true. Okay, so, I mean. But that's but, the, but that's it? But that's low it. End, but but those are, those can just be, you know, little throwaway things to the point where I've seen the movie three times that I didn't even remember that. Yeah. Just because it's not what's focused. It's just a throwaway line just to just to say it is what it is. Just like what like a Bendis will do with a comic or something and he's just like, Oh yeah, read here, and you just get the little editor's note. But it yep. did nothing to the story. Yeah. So all it is along the lines where, yeah, you can totally do that. I mean, I I'm not gonna be upset because this is I, I don't know let's just say unpopular opinion. When I saw that Ava DuVernay was going to be the one that was going to be on the title, I had two thoughts. One thought was, I can totally see her do a really good job with the dynamic between Scott and Orion with the whole flip-flopping and and Scott living kind of like as a slave in Apocalypse. Yeah. I can kind of see, you know, using those social things and, you know, some of her expertise that she did with like a Selma or, yeah. man, she did a really good documentary, but I'm forgetting the name. Um, that one as well. I can kind of see those moments work. Fantastical action stuff. She's way in over her head. She's got, oh, like oh. I know someone, I, someone responded saying, well, that's why you have like associate directors I'm like, dude, no, 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 no. no. You're going to school for this. I am like video directors,
1: directors that make movies, they run the show, they do everything, they give commands to the cast and crew on everything. When it comes to Ava's announcement for back when it was announced, I had two thoughts. One, New Genesis is gonna look so beautiful. It's gonna look amazing. Visually, Ava DuVernay can make things look really, really nice. Especially when I saw Wrinkle in Time, everything looked really nice. But when I saw Wrinkle in Time, my second thought came around and I was like, crap, New Gods is
0: gonna suck. Yeah, which brought me to. Ava DuVernay, based on what she like tweets and kind of like what she goes by. Now, this is not a political thing, but can I see her try to do a movie similar to the atrocity that was Female Furies? Yes. And yeah, I, I remember will that. <laughs> And I will forever think that when I saw that title... And then I read issue one of Female Furies, and I kind of put that in two and two together. And then on top of that, using whatever kind of you know current social thing, I don't need that in the four, I don't need that in New Genesis, I don't need that in the fourth world. And I just have a feeling that that stuff's gonna get so shoehorned in there, and it's just gonna bother the ever living life out of me because I hate things that are so on the nose to me i just and, and i know it's unfair to put that on the director oh yeah
1: no don't get me wrong it's, if, it's if, you totally... can, if you can put we have the same issue in comics if you can make it organic and part of the story great even better it makes me have sympathy for the character that i've been wanting to learn more about anyway but if you like so, like like you said, if you freaking put it on the nose there, it's just like I I can't
0: derive it for anything else. Like it it's it is I'm stuck. like, dude, I'm I'm looking I'm looking at Darkseid. I don't need you to preach to me. Like this is and I mean, and I think besides the eight hundred other issues that happened with Wonder Woman eighty four, that movie felt like you were be, like you were being preached to. Yeah. And there's going to come to a point where some people can just say, oh, did you see that time that two tanks were there and she split them in half and pushed them away? She's really strong. And then there's going to be the other people that are going to be like, I'm not an idiot. I know what you're doing here. And I've gotten to the point where unless I'm watching Step Brothers, I can totally step away and experience the amazing piece of art that i'm watching and it's total you know it's just all its stupidity i'm for it i can ingest it because i know what it is don't but this other stuff i i've lost total i'm like zero tolerance on all of it and you know that's just where i'm at now but it's it i I just so this is not this is not bad news to me personally this is not bad news, but because of the way that Warner Brothers went about it, yes, it it, it makes it be like God. These people are an absolute train wreck. And, and
1: let me make this very clear, because I, I am sure Mark thinks the same way. For all of those who are saying, just like how it is being spun, this got canceled because of Zack not Justice League bs didn't need to get canceled it honestly did not need to get canceled no and for all the others who are saying thank god it's canceled it would have ruined zack snyder's justice league you're also wrong yeah so just get that out of your mind there's a multiverse for the reason and wb and warner media apparently don't know how to use it
0: no and and i love and i love the fact that i think it was cobert that highlighted uh sarnoff's comments where i think in two sentences she used the word plan oh my like god nine I, times. I,
1: I read that paragraph i was like jesus this this is horrible
0: yeah i just wanted it i was thinking of like the palpatine um are you jiff or gif
1: Gif. it's told it's gif 100% gif don't say it's jiff it's not a peanut butter
0: it's GIF. I, I was going to say GIF, but that's just because I'm so used to saying GIF. Because <laughs> I know GIF is like, it, it stands for like graphic something, something, something. So you would assume. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, because you know, like giraffe, like GIF, giraffe. So I'm just, I'm thrown off. I'm sorry, but you know, GIF, GIF. <laughs> you know, I, I get it. I get it. Yes. Get off my nuts. But um, yeah. So when I saw that, I just wanted to put. Po- I, I just thought of like the Palpatine gif, which when he's like ironic, no. because you're you're just seeing, they're just self imploding, and they have no idea what to do. That. Oh,
1: I saw. I saw. Uh, I think it was uh, Chris Ping Pong Flicks. Uh, he was like, "WB has a plan." Dot 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 dot. April Fools. I was like,
0: God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> he's, gotten, he's gotten funnier.
1: Oh yeah. It, I feel and it like I think it was uh he's he's a journalist. Um does things outside of the comic book world. Uh Mark Hughes. Um, oh yeah, Forbes. Yeah. yeah. Um he said last night that He's uh, actually the,
0: one of my favorite follows. The I used to do like the whole superhero news thing too.
1: Nice. I, yeah. He also said that, like, the cancellation has nothing to do with Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's for the fact that uh, it no longer aligns with the plan that DC has for its connected films. Um, Basically teasing and, you know, basically saying, yeah, they're going to eventually, they're going to reboot after Flash, like, the connected films. So.
0: But, reboot with film Momoa and Gal? Oh, I don't think so.
1: I don't think so, at all. I think that they know that those characters are attached to something that they don't want to be attached to. Um... I believe Gal showed or, or talked about how Wonder Woman three may be her last. Same thing with Patty Jenkins. So I think that when they reboot, it'll be with an entirely different cast.
0: Well, if they do that, I really do hope that they just move to a studio. There needs to be a there needs to be a branch where it things get separated and.
1: Well, I've been preaching the same thing, but that's only if WB wants to make money and they don't want to, so. Apparently. Yeah, no, it's not even like, that's not me being snarky. That's not me throwing shade. That is me literally looking at the evidence and they say, hey, um, we are a fan of plagiarism and we would much rather copy Marvel than create anything on our own and make money for ourselves because nope. in and Sarnoff's words they said hey we're trying to emulate what Marvel did pretty much that's that's what she said and it's stupid 100% stupid I mean they
0: they have an absolute mega hit on their hand just a couple years ago with Joker where they hit a billion dollars over on 40 million bucks, you have a plethora of characters that you can do character study films on the lowest of budgets, and they would be extremely successful. They're completely ignoring it. Because Hamada never wanted to do that film in the first place. And he did everything that he could have to avoid it.
1: And again, the problem is, I was talking to Brent last night um, from uh, Fans Without Borders, uh, Marvel Squadcast, and uh, newly the, uh, the host for Marvel Alliance. I was talking to him about it, um, about how You know, everybody. Like, I'm seeing more and more people suggest there should be a DC Film Studios. That's the there should be one.
0: Yes, he
1: said that. What did he say? He said that um, they should give complete control to AT and T, not Warner Media and not Warner Brothers. And the only reason why it worked for Marvel is because Feige was uh, midway through phase two of the whole Marvel thing. And that brings me to the idea that like, Feige through and through has always been a fan of comic books. Mm -hmm. If you go back to the very first, some of the very first superhero films as far as like marvel goes the original x-men original fantastic four spider-man he is an executive producer on every single one of those no not i don't think he's an executive producer i think he's just a random producer on on those movies his name is in the credits His, his name isn't a highlight it is now when you go back you're like holy crap he worked on that film way back then but he was he was way below where he is now. Yeah. He's always worked on these films. I think it was Hugh Jackman uh, back in the day. Uh, he did a couple of interviews and I think he did one recently where he said, Brian Singer refused to let anybody read comics because he wanted everybody to have their own interpretation of the character. Kevin Feige basically said, yeah, F that and snuck comic books into every single person's trailer. Like he would go to the comic shop on his own fruition, buy them and give them to the actors and say, hey, hide this from Brian, read up on this guy. Or, hey, read up on this, this character. Mm-hmm. He has been a fan of comics forever. mm mm-hmm. And he's the one that's in charge of Marvel Comics, Marvel TV, and Marvel Films.
0: Oh, and in one way or another, also kind of the comics.
1: Well, yeah, that's what I said. Marvel Comics. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. They just recently uh, put him in charge of that as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I, I didn't hear the comic part.
1: Hamada is a friend of a friend of James Wan. And that's how he got the job for what he's doing now.
0: He, he, he's a dude that just so happened to be in charge of a an already successful franchise at New Line. Yeah. That just so happened to specialize in making good profits on low-budget films. And since that time has happened, we haven't had one low-budget film. Well, we did Joker, and it's one that he did not want. Yeah, yeah. And he actually tried to derail it on purpose. So, I don't know, man. It's, it's Put
1: Jim Lee in charge of DC Film Studios. That's what you need to do.
0: See, see that's the thing. Because I always felt like Jason Kalar. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his last name correctly. He Everybody says AT- it different. Yeah. yeah. I believe he is at
1: He is. He is. Yeah. So, titles have been... Freaking, like Anne wish- Sarnoff.
0: Ann Sarnoff, yes, she's president. Whatever, but she's Warner Brothers. She's not AT and T.
1: Well, she was Warner Brothers. Apparently, now she's Warner Media.
0: No, but- I know, but what I'm but I'm talking about at the if we go deeper than that, she's still Warner Brothers. Like yes. that's where she came from. Yes. When Jason is like, dude, this is this is content. This is really good content. And we're in the content business. And right now, it's like, I don't care about all this other stuff. I want what works. I mean, with the numbers, I was, I just did in my, you know, just messing around. And when I saw the numbers on like the Zack Snyder Justice, and you see that it said 2.2 million households, what do you think's the average household? Three people, average four house- people?
1: Let's say three.
0: Okay, three let's say average movie ticket is what 15 bucks
1: average movie ticket i would say is 15 yeah
0: okay it, it could be in some areas you know it could be like 11 but you know but other people are Mat- buying IMAX. yeah IMAX. Yeah, but whatever. other people are doing imax if if you did 2.2 million times 15 bucks oh what did i do here
1: Sorry about this listeners. Mark is a little old. Let's see here. Two million times fifteen. Thirty million dollars.
0: And that's just and that's not even like regular random people that don't have like a streaming service. Yeah. Not including the numbers that it the crazy numbers that it did worldwide. I mean. All at did with that, the, the reason I'm doing 30 minutes, I mean, that number is not impressive if you go theater-wise. But I'm but talking yeah. about it, it, but in the sense of that, their their now, investment you know was why like it's
1: $60 Do You know why it's impressive now? Because if you look at the numbers for Kong versus, or Godzilla versus Kong, I mean $9 million. Oh, sorry, no. I think it was three million dollars, three to nine million dollars, on its first day, or first weekend. Sorry, and within a month, I think they're aiming for thirty. Within a month, they're aiming for thirty. How long has it been since Sex and say?
0: True, true. Okay, so if you go by that route, then I see people trying to compare it. That I'm like, oh, it was one point eight but it got to 2.2 and five in 5 days compared to a Wonder Woman 84. And I'm like, do you do understand that Wonder Woman came out on Christmas? Yeah. Like, do you understand that Wonder Woman's film is 2 hours compared to 4 hours? For you to get, just even if you're 100,000 less, the fact that you're neck and neck with another movie, and that movie's 4 hours long, because Wonder Woman, you don't have to plan to see that movie. You don't have to plan to see a two-hour movie. You're just, you know what, like, F it. I want to see a movie. A four-hour movie, you need to invest. You need to, you know, you got to plan a day around the movie. Yeah. And you did the exact same thing. Not even, and we're not even talking about all the numbers that it's breaking internationally. It's, they, they have an opportunity with a certain world And the outside stuff. I mean, there's no movie I'm looking forward to more. If you told me right now they came out on the exact same day, Zack Snyder's Justice League or Matt Reeves Batman, I would have seen Matt Reeves Batman more first. Yeah. Just because that, I mean, this is not, I I don't know, man. They have such
1: Oh, did you hear hear that Matt Reeves Batman is going to be on Earth too? Apparently.
0: You know, I I read that. I didn't know if that was an April Fool's thing, like when I saw that title. I don't know what.
1: Thank you. That just—I just realized that came out on April first. Yeah. So... Like
0: I, like I ha- see. Like I, honestly, I, even with the new gods thing, I didn't even know how to take if, if I should take that seriously or not until I saw Ava. I can't imagine Ava writing what she wrote to Tom, and it was just a an April Fool's thing. Like I don't. I don't know. I just kind of feel like Hollywood types like that are too full of themselves. To like, if it was a Ryan Reynolds, okay, I would believe. You know, a Robert Downey Jr. Okay, I could see it being an April Fool's thing. I don't see you know someone that's like that doing something in that regard. But I do think that it's totally what is the shade with Zach posting a granny goodness?
1: Oh, dude! Not just granny goodness. Did you see all the other concept art?
0: Oh oh my god oh, with uh John Stewart?
1: John Stewart
0: or Martian Manhunter? Rick,
1: Martian Manhunter. We now learn that Martian Manhunter and John Stewart were always supposed to uh, be they were supposed to be together at the very end. Yes. Dude, I the more I see this film, And the more I see what was manipulated, like they preach this idea of the multiverse. They preach this idea of, hey, you can have it all. Mm. Just not anything connected to Zack Snyder. That's that's what it is. That's that's what they that's what they mean. this person uh, has made our lives too hard by uh, having a tragedy in his life. And he made really popular characters, um, popular in a way that we didn't want them to. Um, Batman doesn't fart. And uh, the Flash doesn't motorboat in his film. So uh, if we can get rid of that whole four hour thing, that would be nice. That—that's what, That's what they want. Wait, in Joss's that
0: just Batman parts? I'm ju-
1: I'm just saying that like
0: No no because you, you said the motorboating part and like <laughs> that part happened. So uh, it's the
1: Well oh. Batman is very pleased that he is bleeding. How about that?
0: Okay. Something's definitely bleeding. No, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, dude. I saw that movie once from a press screener because I got like the press pass that I saw like the week before. I haven't seen it since.
1: I I saw that movie once, midnight, or like the hour before midnight, since they don't do midnight screenings anymore, um, to give it a chance. And I left hating it. And then I had my 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 red pass. If anybody remembers the 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 red passes uh-huh. or whatever. The very next day, since I had the day off, I said, you know what? I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna give the I'm gonna use my red pass so I don't have to pay for it. And I am going to critique it after I've seen it a second time. The first time is not really, you know, worth it. Like I have to give it a second viewing. I saw the camera footage for the uh, paint erased mustache. Um, And then there's the scene where Batman is with the parody demon in the very beginning. The film literally started to mess up. Like the screen started to like fizz out and like there was static and all sorts of stuff completely cut off. I said, that is a sign. And I walked out. I didn't even wait for them to like fix it. I walked out. And I walked away. I've seen that movie a total of one and one sixteenth of a time. And I said, no, never again. Yeah. Like I am so glad Zack Snyder's Justice League came out. AT&T. Definitely needs to be doing something. There is a push for it. It broke records.
0: Yeah, past the vendors. 1.5?
1: Like, in other countries, like, there is a necessity for this.
0: Man, at this man, it's two movies, man. They're going to make the money. Like, it's, it's inevitable that they're going to get the money. I think that it's clear that Zack really wanted to push the heavy ideologies in the first couple of films to build, you know, to kind of do that deconstruction of a character. Yes, just like a normal fucking movie. Like, I'm sorry for the F-bomb, but look at freaking Star
1: Wars. Star Wars had a new hope. Then it had the Empire Strikes Back one of the scariest films because the bad guys won. You didn't know what happened after that until a year and a half later, when Return of the Jedi came out. Yep. Same thing with this. Yeah.
0: The bad guys
1: win eventually, and then the heroes rise again. Like it happens in almost every freaking trilogy.
0: There needs I to mean, be a uh, downside. Even, even if you're watching, I mean, even if you're watching like The Fellowship of the Ring, I mean, that movie is three hours long and it's two hours and 30 minutes of talking. You get a little bit of fighting in the in the dwarf temple and then at the very end in the forest. But besides that, I mean, the whole thing is building up. You're, you're building something. Two Towers, a darker yeah. film. And that's another it,
1: thing. This whole idea of, oh, nobody wants to see that long of a film. They have literally... But fathom events where all three Lord of the Rings movies have played at once.
0: I mean, I've done it. My my, int- I introduced my wife to Lord of the Rings by a Friday night. We started like at a very poor decision starting like at 6 in the afternoon, in the evening. Nice.
1: When and we went at like 3?
0: Yeah, now We didn't see the direct, we didn't see like the extended, like the full (laughs) but I well actually I don't even know if that one was out yet at the by the time that I had it. But we saw all three films in the same day. Yeah. Like like we've done it. I mean, the same person that's complaining about a four hour movie, the binge Daredevil day one. Yeah. Like no, get
1: out of here. It's seven different episodes. That's what it is. And people are still complaining about it. Well, and I say people, I mean executives and the bloggers that they paid.
0: Yeah. But. It's it's baloney. Yeah. Anyways, let's uh let's jump into some comics here.
1: Let's talk let's, comics.
0: So I remember jumping into the flash. And when I was kind of like with this whole infinite frontier, all I was hearing about was wally west is going to retire yeah. and i was kind of curious okay all right cool. like i mean i can see some people being upset by it because they're like this guy can't catch around I'm like dude after everything this dude's been through retirement sounds like the best thing for him uh i'm like total. hey do your thing linda be with the kids live your life then you get the the first issue of infinite frontier And I don't know, I was I was kind of a fan. I kind of liked seeing the whole, you know, Barry getting ready to, you know, pass the torch. And you know, I'm like, all right, awesome, cool. And now, you know, you get the whole retirement thing. And I bought I bought his reasons. I I thoroughly enjoyed did you read this one?
1: Yes, I did. Yeah. I did read this. I actually was surprisingly good.
0: Yes, Jeremy Adams, man. Kudos. I have no idea who you are and what you've done. But between that, I mean, obviously, I'm a big fan of Brandon Peterson and Marco Santucci. Um, love his work in, especially with IDW, doing his stuff that he's done with Ninja Turtles. Big fan as well. Um, I, believe, I believe Marco is the one that did the stuff in the, the Dinosaur Island later on. But one of the biggest things that I really enjoyed was I know, love it or hate it. I I still like that Heroes in Crisis still holds you know it still holds weight based on what what ended up happening and seeing seeing uh, Oliver in this one that was he, he wasn't holding anything back and I kind of I mean I always appreciate that he tends to just say things without thinking sometimes because he's very yeah. reactionary mm-hmm. but this is something that he's been holding on for for a long time even from, I think, that really awesome issue. I think, I don't remember if it was Green Arrow 50, that the the two, was it, like, the two sisters that they wrote the funeral issue?
1: Yeah, uh, the Benson yeah. sisters, yeah.
0: Benson sisters, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Julie and, like, Shauna or something? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, great. I mean, since then, I've always been really interested with the very little that you get from Oliver, because Oliver, mainly in the Leviathan stuff, has been... Used, you know, looked at as a joke, and then on stuff like this, you kind of remember, like, oh man, this guy, I appreciated seeing that and seeing, you know, Barry wanting to defend, but is is Oliver wrong? I mean, if he just said what he said, this, you know, he never would have. If he knew he was done, we would have never have had that situation. Which you know, yeah, it's kind of true. I mean, it's harsh, but it's true. Uh, and I appreciated it. And I figured it was too good to be true for us to, um, you know, just kind of see if, if we were going to actually see him retire. But, you know, comic books and, you know, the, the chances of you getting what you want in a comic book is very rare. Um, so, you know, we got some cool character moments, which is really, I think, the highlight of this book for me. After that, it becomes very flashy. You know, whenever you're messing with the speed force and you know something's wrong with the speed force, and you know, now it's time that they have to fix it. Yeah. yeah. Now now it gets to the stuff where I'm like, oh gosh, here we go. Now we're back to flash stuff. But for me, the, the 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 most interesting stuff about the flash is whenever you're getting into kind of flash family situations, that's what gets me most excited. But whenever they start doing trippy time stuff, I'm still gonna read it just because I thoroughly enjoyed this issue. But I will say also, it was nice reading a flashbook that was not handled by Williamson because his, at least in my opinion, he, you know, he, he ran his course. Like I was, I was done with his voice, at least on the flagship title.
1: Yeah. No, I, I really enjoyed this. Um, I dug the fact that like, they gave this like a weird, like Hawkman spin. Like this caveman, that Wally's consciousness is in may be the very first speedster that we never knew about. You know?
0: Okay, I, I, I didn't think of it like that, but that that's okay.
1: And like him accidentally giving the speed force to a Velociraptor, terrifying. Um, I, I understood that he needed some sort of conflict Um, within this world or in this prehistoric era or whatever. Um, So I understood that, but like, I, I dug this. It was awesome. Um, This idea that uh, Wally is now stuck in time and, you know, very, very flash to be
0: honest. Yeah. It's very fun. I mean, what I do like though is that there is still a connection between Wally and Barry. Yes. I feel like I would have been more turned off. Not again, it, it wasn't a turnoff. I just feel like I I think it's just I've been burned by what William said and did, or everything just felt the same. That I'm kind of like I've added that to this new writer, which again is not fair, but it's just yeah, you know, it's just muscle memory. With when you're reading something, you just can't remember what you've read, you can't forget what you've read in the past and just forgive. Yeah. Um, so reading this, I mean, I think having that connection to one another is a big deal because I think it, it, it gives me that feeling like we're going to have another not to the point where how could I forget you hug thing but yeah. I think it's going to be another big moment for for them again again I, I, after reading speed metal I, I mean I don't know how many more of these special bond moments and stuff like that do we need but you know it seems like it might be getting to that point or it's going to be one of you know but in in the sense of instead of it being how can i forget you it will be more along the lines of no i realized that you know i i need to be the flash and blah blah blah
1: yeah well i looked up jeremy adams guess what projects he has done in the past don't look at dora
0: it up. the explorer
1: I kid you not. Lego DC Shazam, Lego Jurassic World, Lego DC Batman. Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. DC Superhero Girls. Uh, Hot Wheels City. Thunderbirds are a go. These are all kid shows and kids tv
0: okay so he's the epi- the epitome I, I see here now because i went on dc.com in terms of the writers it's it's really just he came on from future state
1: yeah um see, I,
0: I didn't read Suicide but he, Squad, future but he state, has so.
1: but he has a relationship with at and therefore it's super easy to get in touch with him he has also written uh, several episodes for the show Supernatural and he has written the script for Justice Society World War II which is the animated movie that's coming out at the end of this month.
0: Thanks yeah well I mean he he, he's nailed it so far I've I've thoroughly enjoyed these these last two issues so you know, for this newcomer, cool. Do your thing. You're you're rocking it out. You're doing good. Yeah. Um, as far what
1: as what did you want to talk about? As far as other books this week. Um, I did not read Superman versus Imperius Lex. Um, I kind of dropped off that book. I think I only read the first issue. I did not read the second issue, so there was no need to read the i I'm
0: like past Future State, so it's kind of yeah. like anything yeah. that has the Future this, State. This was the, um...
1: this was the last straggler, except for there's eventually going to be the Red Hood uh, book that is set in Future State uh, that is going to be coming out. Um, I did read Batcat. Cat and strange adventures. I don't know how I feel about Batcat. Um, the reason I that being, there was,
0: I heard there was something really controversial. Well, it wasn't in this
1: issue. It was, uh, it was the last issue that was controversial.
0: In regards to Selina and Joker.
1: Uh, no, it was controversial in the sense of the Helena uh, Wayne. The way she was drawn was too sexy.
0: I mean everyone the they way they they, they, draws. Could, they
1: could see a possible thong outline under her suit.
0: I mean Clayman's always I mean he's always uh,
1: yeah. I, I I know. I know. Oh, my God. But that's what people are focused on. So okay uh so there's that i hate people that's why i like
0: dogs that's why dogs deserve to have dog tv and their little backyards
1: but there is an investigation going on on both sides um well i say both sides but helena wayne is trying to figure out who um killed the joker okay and it is very clear from the prior issues that it was Selena and nobody's talking. Excuse me, I have to sneeze real quick. No problem. Excuse me, okay. So- Well, Zoom is really good. I didn't even hear it. I muted my mic.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man. But, uh, but Selena is like hiding the fact that she's the one that murdered the Joker. And of course, the main reason being, because, I mean, she's, you know, technically not a villain. But is she? I'm very confused as of what's going on. Okay. Uh, The way Tom King is writing this, I'm not sure who I should be rooting for. um, Because it says Bat-Cat, but this is a Catwoman book through and through um
0: well, or at least the first quarter of it
1: well yeah yeah this is only issue 4 i shouldn't say that this is a bat cat like this is a catwoman book but from issues 1 through 4 i've only been getting catwoman story okay and i understand that from the from what tom king has said this is all about catwoman's journey after the annual number two, where Batman dies. I don't like that this is advertised as a Bat-Cat book. If this was a Catwoman book, I think I would enjoy it more because I'm wanting more Batman, but I know I'm not going to get more Batman. So why title it Bat-Cat?
0: Because Batman needs to be on the title for it to sell?
1: Yeah, which is stupid.
0: Yeah. Um, Man, then I don't know what... I feel like I've read something. But I didn't want to go too deep into it because of, I haven't read the issue yet. In regards to something with like Batwoman, I mean with Catwoman, with Selina and that there was, and it showed that she's actually at Coitus. I oh, like not so in what? the hotel. So. Oh. Um, I'm, trying, I'm trying to use a Big Bang theory, but with like the Joker. And there was like some kind of weird, weird stuff going on that that's there's i mean it doesn't really show anything here in this or issue, at least the words like it was it's it's me that way not
1: really this is I mean, mainly. Again, this i don't know I don't. Well, no no this is mainly like bruce finds out that selena has had some sort of communication with joker that's it mm. and because, like, Selina warns Bruce about, like, a bomb where he's about to go. And he's like, I'm sorry, but Joker has a bomb. He's waiting for you, blah, blah, blah. And Bruce walks off, and he's pissed off, and he's, you know, undressing because he is getting in his back costume. And then later, uh, at near the end, like, Bruce wants to know how she is communicating with Joker and everything else. And Catwoman says... Uh, what, is, what does he say? He says, uh, where is Joker? And she says, what the bleep do you want from me? Um, F you, you need to know where he is. Come and get me and beat me and hang me and threaten me. Scare me to death and tell me how low I am and how high you are, just like you do to all your other lovers. I have no idea where Selena's is going with that one or coming from with that one. That makes no sense. And it just ends with like Batman hanging his head low on top of uh, some sort of building. That, that's it. This says to be continued. I don't understand the controversy that Tom King is trying to put between Batman and Catwoman. Like I understand, okay, Joker's involved. That's, it's necessary to be concerned But this whole thing that, like, Selena, like, assumingly wants to be the independent woman, but also be the wife of billionaire Bruce Wayne and the Batman, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, with everything we got from the Batman comic or series that Tom King was, and this is supposed to be the ending. Fifteen issues of that series, like it just doesn't make any sense. Nothing connects.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. I, I don't know, man. Um, so,
1: that's the only issue that I have with this. To be completely honest, it always looks great. Uh, I wish we got a little bit more from Helena Wayne's Batwoman, also because she looks awesome. Um, in this future where Batwoman is the hero of Gotham, it looks like. Uh, Mr. Freeze is the one that's stuck in the tube, and Nora is now fully healed and healthy. And she's the one outside of the tube. Interesting. Yeah, so that's that's that was like one of the first things I noticed when I was reading through this that was like really awed to me, or like was like, holy cow, that's pretty cool. You know?
0: Yeah. Have you have you read uh the other history of the DC Universe? I have not. Okay, I would recommend. Okay, because I know that this is like one of those extra long ones, and I haven't gotten the chance to finish it. But this one, by far, is my favorite one. Really, this one is. I mean, extremely, extremely well done. Yeah, I'm on like page thirty four, like forty two. But hearing, especially with me not really knowing Katana's backstory, besides the sword it carries the soul, you know of. Besides that, I don't know anything else about Katana, um, um, you know, unless they, you know, release the air cut and you might know a little bit more, but besides that, I, I, I don't know anything, but this, I would highly recommend anybody that wants to read a really good story and just, I mean, I know like most of all superhero stories are all tragic, but this one, I don't know, like this one kind of, you know, hit like a nerve, really good. And there's something, you know, there's something about the other history that I love the, you know, it kind of has that Watchmen vibe where you're kind of reading graphic novel, but you're also reading like a novel. Yeah. You know, I, I That's something that I appreciate as well. But Is I, this I, still uh, John Ridley? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So, I haven't been a big fan of John Ridley at all, uh, with like some of the stuff that he's done, uh, but I would say that this one you know, you have like Giuseppe Kemencoli who's done like Star Wars. He's done like the Darth Vader. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's, you know, he, he was, you know, he did the layouts while someone else did the finishes. And uh, I, I want to say the color, the Jose Villarrubia. I want to say that that's the dude that was in part doing like Border Town. I want to say that he was like the artist that also did the colors in Bordertown. That okay. vertigo, sir. Yeah. That controversial border town, uh, vertigo story. I want to say it was him, but if so, I mean, dug it. I mean, this one is from what I've read. Like the thirty-four. Like this is by far my favorite one. Very, 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 very enticing.
1: I like the vintage art style. No, yeah, it's 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 great.
0: When when you get a chance, check it out. Yeah, we'll do sweet but well, for that, sure that is going to wrap it up we're done
1: another week you... in the can
0: yeah and we're going to be back next week maybe maybe i mean at this point i can't even i can't even guarantee it but yeah <laughs> but yeah thank you thank you so much uh i i i think i had like this past week maybe like 40 dms of people like actually happy that we recorded that episode that's <laughs> awesome so i mean that that's you know that's good to, to hear and you know so thank you for actually coming back to us for being so inconsistent the past two months well it's my fault it's not clay's fault it's totally 100 percent my fault uh, but you can blame him too if you want it'll make me feel better Ooh, uh, no, don't do that but but with that being said you could follow us at the nerdy legion podcast network just go to nerdylegion.com, click on podcast and you will see all these plethora of Comic book goodies, and I think some other stuff. I think we got some UFC stuff. So it's I think they're they're expanding a bit. But on top of that, you can find me over at Twitter at Mark Reads Comics and Clay. Where can they find you?
1: Of course, you can find me and my plethora of shows uh, at Fanboy Clay on Twitter. Of course, you go to the link tree. You can find the links to all those shows, including Batman News Weekly, this podcast here the Weird Science Marvel podcast and their Patreon, as well as the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network um, on the Ranger Alliance and also their Patreon. Uh, So go check all of those out. Um, Really great people uh, that are attached to those shows as well. Um, I'm actually going to be recording with Jim in about an hour, uh, two hours. But yeah, it's going to be really, really fun. Um, But yeah, go check all of that out. I still have some cups available on my Etsy shop for the Zack Snyder's Justice League tumblers. Um, I have hit the threshold. I have now sold a 100 cups. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. And keep streaming Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, don't be posting Restore the Snyderverse on uh, unrelated yeah, don't, topics. Don't,
0: don't, don't spam stuff. Come on.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, be smart about it. And if, you can. I think this weekend I will be uh, streaming some control on my PS5. Um, been really oh, I, I got that up.
0: too during the free the free month game. Yeah. I got it. Yeah, it, I haven't played. I haven't played it yet.
1: It's been pretty fun. So Wait. I uh, I've been playing that. It's it's kind of wicked. Like it it. I don't. I'm not big into like the horror genre, but it has like jump scares and stuff. Oof, it's rough. But yeah, like we said. That's the show. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we will talk to you guys soon. Right. See you. See you later.